I live my life a quarter mile at a time. Nothing else matters. I'm sorry, I don't speak Japanese. Let me try to. Welcome back to the Fast Five Minute Podcast, a show all about uh, five minutes of a Fast and the Furious movie. And this week, we are on season three. Episode 10, we watched minute 45 to 50 of uh, uh, the my favorite sideways driving Fast and the Furious movie, uh, Fast and the Furious colon Tokyo Drift. Might be the only my name's Stone. Driving one. Well, it's the most, most sideways driving one, I guess. That's my name true. is Stone, <laughs> and that other person you hear is Guard. Hi, Guard. How are you? It's been a while. Yeah, been uh, been longer recording than in person. Exactly, yes. Um, as uh, all of our listeners that follow us on socials at the Fast 5 Pod, it's the number five, Twitter and Instagram. As all of the lovely people that followed us know, uh, we were hanging out last weekend, so we didn't have a show. But we're back, baby. And do you want to let everyone know what we were hanging out for, Stone? That doesn't oh, yeah, I got married. Socials? Pew, pew, pew. Congrats. On the big excited marriage. Thank you, thank you. Um, as I've told everyone who goes, Ooh, are you ready? Or is ev- is is everything gonna change? Nothing has changed. I'm now gonna wear a ring <laughs> and I'm gonna file my taxes slightly differently. <laughs> I'm not sure. That's what the biggest change. change. So. No, but um had a lovely weekend, guard. Well, glad good. you could join me. <laughs> me too. I, I also had a lovely weekend. I'm glad I could join as well. Had a good time. We went and we went and played in the lake. We ate some good food. We had some drinks. Got horrifically sunburned. We played sunburned. some board games. What was that one? Got horrifically sunburned. <laughs> you did get a little bit sunburned, yes. The sun was out with a vengeance, and it saw your your nice My white body <laughs> and really went after it. Yeah, it's fucked up what it did to me. Well, guard, enough about me. That's not what we're here for. Okay. Uh, what we are here for. What we are here for is this podcast. <laughs> right. Um, and I have a couple things off the top. Okay. So do I. How, how many things do you have? Uh, just an ad, because I think you're covering the other one. Okay, great. Would you like to start us off with that, Guard? Because we were away for the week. The wedding cost a fortune, and we got to pay it somehow, you know? That's right. Um, now, Stone... <laughs> Um, you brief all the ads, so you, of course, know which one's coming, correct? Of course I do. Of course I do. <laughs> and can I just have you confirm that you approve this one and support it? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, good. Uh, <clears throat> this week is brought to you by Sailor and younger siblings everywhere. Looking for someone like Stone, but upgrading him through trial and error in every way possible? Want a group of people who are just all around better than their older, world-worn counterparts? Meet Sailor and younger siblings everywhere. Huh. So in case anyone (laughs) doesn't get the joke, Sailor is my sister. That's her name. My name is Stone. Her name is Sailor. I know. Confusing, right? Uh, Well, thanks, Sailor. Yeah, that was legitimately from her. I, I did not make up that ad, just to be clear. She wrote that. Oh. Well, I, I did a little of the writing. She gave me the general theme, though. Mm. Well, Sailor, I hope you enjoyed your ad spot. Can't believe it's taken her this long. Jeez. <laughs> Thought we support each other in this family. 
Um, I'm also an older brother, by the way, so that was tough for me to read the world worn part. Um, we, me and Sailor, both have an older brother. His name is Sterling, so, so he is really it got doubly worst, bad yeah. for him. Oh yeah, he no. really got the short end of that stick. That is correct. Yes. Huh. So I well, guess he's I guess... the worst of you. You're you're bad, and Sailor's great. I'm okay. <laughs> yeah, is what I'm taking from this. Mediocre spot. at best. Yeah, fair enough. Well, I guess I thanks. I guess. Sailor. Thank you, Sailor. I really appreciated the ad. <sighs> well. <laughs> I've been uh, quite excited to read that one. I have to tell you <laughs> um, well, great, Guard. That was lovely. <laughs> Thanks. But I, I have an email uh, yeah. that I'd like to read. It's from... Just to uh, you personally, or? It was... It's to the Fast Bros. Okay, so, so us. us. I see. Yes. Um, and it's from mate of the show, Andrew, um, Australian Andrew. Excellent. Yeah. Yeah. He referred to himself as mate of the show. Andrew checking in mate of the show and a sponsor of the show. Yes. Um, but he wrote us a really nice email. Mm -hmm. Um, the, the first part, he confirmed what I had uh, suspected that sky sports does, uh, do the coverage for F1 in Australia. So, we had a man in the field, and he delivered. So shout out for that. Thank you. Appreciate um, it. He's aware of who Martin Brendel is. He doesn't know who Paolo Banchero is. So Bancaro is his name. Bancaro. It's a C-H. It's pronounced Bancaro? Uh, yes, because he isn't from... Well, he is from the United States, but his uh, lineage is not. Um. Anyways, another point on the board for Martin Brendel. <laughs> Uh, yeah, he, <laughs> yeah. Why you chalk also, another one up for Martin? Ch- chalk it up on the board. You're keeping track of that, Craig. Chalk it up on the board. Yeah, Craig. Um, <laughs> Craig, of course, our then, stats guy that we've had. Our stats guy that keeps everything down for us. He also uh, wanted to provide a fun fact on the movie, um, and let us know that when Sean first arrives in Tokyo, he is carrying a guitar. We pointed that out. Mm-hmm. But by the time he reaches his dad's house, he no longer has the instrument. <laughs> oh, um, I can't believe we didn't pick up on that one. Yeah. He said this uh, apparent continuity error can be explained in a deleted scene. Oh. Having no Japanese currency because his dad left him at the airport like a horrible father. Right. He leaves his guitar with the taxi driver who drove him there as payment. So, <laughs> wow, <laughs> we didn't pick up on that because clearly we're not watching this movie well enough, which is embarrassing <laughs> to yeah. say the least. But uh, well, that's thank you for pointing that for. out, Andrew. I mean, what, what do you want us to do? Watch every single and lastly, scene as well. <laughs> and lastly, he said he he wanted to inform us that uh, there is now a character in his Dungeons and Dragons campaign. Oh my god! Uh, created in our honor. That's amazing. Um, the character is named Schnellfunf, Schnellfunf, Stoneguard, which is a dwarf. That's amazing. Uh, first name coming from the combination of the German words quick and five, and then Stoneguard. Wow. He said sounds like a German name. <laughs> it kind of does. So yeah, I love I that. Like that. I really love that. That's really, uh, really sweet. Maybe I'll name my funny. upcoming character Andrew. Andrew, the mate. Also, I want to give a shout out to Andrew. That's a great email. And um, Australia in general. Um, wow, shout out to the and whole the, country. 
Yeah, because they so the guard they have a uh, racing league there, uh, the Australian Supercar Championship that I somehow found in like a one a.m. Uh, rabbit YouTube rabbit hole of racing things, mm-hmm. and it's sick. Okay, um, yeah. It's one of my new favorite racing series. Um, everyone is super Australian. The cars are fucking fast and awesome driving, and uh, it's it's just a good time. Australians are crazy. And it makes for good racing, guard. Nice, hell yeah! Here's a shout out to D and D as well because that game fucking rips. It's really fun. So, yeah, I'd love to. I'd love to play sometime. Well, I've told you I DM for you several times, Stone. Yeah, and we're the only two that seem to be interested in that idea. And I think it takes more than two to D and D tango, as they say. We could do a, a weird one on one session. <laughs> that sounds too intimate. That sounds weird. It would be. Possibly uncomfortable, yeah. Possibly uncomfortable. I'm not gonna lie to you. Is it one on one D and D just called therapy? Well, yeah. Except you can role play as like an elf or something. Yeah, therapy. Okay, yeah. I don't know what you <laughs> get up to in therapy. I guess maybe you are an elf. Oh, anyways. Um, one more thing I have, guard. Mm-hmm. There was an F one race. Oh yes, of course. So it's time for a little F one two three. Mm-hmm. Uh, thing number one, did you place a bet? Sure did. And how did that bet go? Uh, I don't know. I I didn't check on the outcome. I assume not well. Okay, well, guard, uh, who did you bet on? Uh, the Japanese. Do you remember gentleman. that much? Again. Yuki Sonoda. I went back to the well on the Japanese guy because I think it's fun. Uh, you're representing for this season of the podcast with... Uh, Japanese native Yuki Sonoda. That's correct. Um, if he do, if he didn't win today, though, or whenever this race was, I'm probably gonna be done with his particular well. Um, he didn't. He got thirteenth. Okay, well, he's out then. But he was doing good in this race. He actually had a uh, an interesting uh, race because his uh, rear wing on his car broke, and he had they had to do a pit stop and use literal tape to tape it up Hmm. it was very nascar and i appreciated that much of it of just throwing tape on a car and a pit in a pit stop to keep him going but nascar is known for taping their cars oh yeah dude i what i was watching her the the end of a race the other day i don't know it was on so i turned it on while i was doing chores or something yeah and it was a raining (laughs) i it's i i'm all in guard but it was a raining road race so it was just chaos and uh there was a pit stop and every single crew member was just taping up an entire like quarter panel of this nascar getting it back together so they can get back out on the track wow and i love them for it here's a fun Um, nascar fact that i saw stone recently that i think you'll appreciate i love a fun fact um nascar is so you know how uh brands including our own do the um arbitrary pride proud logo change thing for pride month yeah oh yeah it's uh it's still the month of uh june shout out to the gays shout out to the gays to be clear i'm all fine i'm fine with that i'm just saying i think it's fun how brands um do that as like a way to sell cheeseburgers and shit i think it's outrageous but um nascar is in on the action now as well Ooh, i bet their fans hate that (laughs) (laughs) yeah so first of all yes to that but second of all, their contribution is a rainbow, a shirt with a rainbow checkered flag on it, 
And instead of NASCAR, it says Yaskar. <laughs> that's kind. That's kind of a funny joke. <laughs> <laughs> it's awesome, dude. Yaskar. I bet they sold. They, dozens it sold of out. Those. The shirts sold out. Damn, I was just gonna look up one to buy because that's kind of funny, but um, damn, they sold out. I was gonna say. No, yeah, they're sold out in uh, at least large. <laughs> damn it, that's what I wear. Uh, so I think that's fucking hilarious. That is pretty funny. Um, we changed our logo because we like the gays. So, uh, uh, hey, gays, um, live it up. You have a couple more days before your <laughs> month is it. over. <laughs> and they're and then, cut off. No, you're not. You're not. They're not cut off. They're, I, we just like them equally as much as everyone else. <laughs> oh, I so see. live it up for the next couple days because after that. You're back in line with everyone else. You're just a part of the fans. Here's another you don't get fun one. Um, really quick, while we're on the subject, <laughs> uh, yeah. Andrew might know about this one. Actually, it's it happened in Australia. Uh, I heard. Um, by the way, I'm getting all these from the show we like, uh, um, Internet Today. So shout out those guys again. Um, I love that show, and that's where I get all this fun news from. But. Uh, in Australia, Burger King made this thing that was like equal buns. So they had a top bun. You could order a Whopper with a top bun and a top <laughs> bun and a bottom bun and a bottom bun together. Except Burger yeah, King dude. didn't realize that top and bottom was like <laughs> slang for the position like you take in yeah, yeah. <laughs> gay sex. <laughs> gay sex stuff, yeah. So they had an unattended, uh, an inattended, what the hell am I trying to say? An unintended, um, really funny consequence to their uh, gay month, their pride month advertising. <laughs> I like my, I like my, uh, wait, what burger brand is this? Uh, burger King. I like my Whopper like I like my gay orgies, nothing but bottoms. <laughs> is, that a, is there a joke in there? That would be a terrible orgy, dude. Not for me. Yes, it would. There would be no sex happening. You got, I mean, right? You need a top and a <laughs> yeah, bottom, right? Yeah, well, you know. I don't know. Okay, well, if you're that gay... That was me workshopping uh, a joke, wanna... and clearly, clearly it needs some work. <laughs> yeah, it needs a lot, to be honest, Stone. Well, that's why it's called workshopping guard. Come on. <laughs> okay, well, if you're a bottom, write in. <laughs> <laughs> it's off yeah, the rails. Yeah. Shout out, Pride Month, if you're a bottom, write in. <laughs> Sorry, Stone's mom again. <laughs> Oh yeah, <laughs> she told she told me and Guard personally when we were together this weekend that we cussed too much. So fucking sorry, I guess. I don't know. I wonder how she feels about talking about tops. <laughs> Anyways, Guard, back anyway. to F one two three. We I haven't even we did start. We got your bet. Yuki didn't win. Yeah, he, his car broke a little bit, and they were in for a double points finish uh, with his teammate. So that was sad <laughs> for him. Thing means. number two. Yeah. Here's your fun fact. Can't card. believe this is still part of F one two three. Yeah, go on. We we raced in Baku City, Azerbaijan, mm. and that the, uh, Baku has a castle in it that was built in 1138 in medieval times. Do you know what that word translates sick. to in English? By the way, Baku. Yeah, or Azerbaijan. <laughs> Baku. I don't know. Please inform me. Um, I believe it's man who runs. <laughs> 
I thought that's Robert. Uh, no. no uh, Deep cut joke for the people yeah, that know. For the um, very few people. <laughs> <laughs> for only those that know who Robert is that listen to this. By the way, I made that um, up. I was lying. I have no idea what that means. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. Well, anyways, I bring it up because there's a whole section in the F1 track called the castle section where they do a whole lap around this medieval castle, and it's very cool. cool. Did you believe that thing I made up? Yeah, of course I did. It was you were very convincing. That's right. If you say anything confidently enough, people will believe you. Well, now I'm never going to trust you ever again. I doubt that. Um, Thing number three, guard. Mm -hmm. Poor Ferrari. Why? Poor, poor, poor Ferrari. What happened to those losers? So as we've been talking about the two teams in the championship have been red bull and ferrari Mm -hmm. they've been the strongest two teams throughout the season ferrari (laughs) has been having some tough times oh um not because of their drivers their drivers have been doing good uh charles leclerc has either been first or second (laughs) in every single qualifying so he's fast as fuck boy Mm -hmm. and he has been all season uh so Ferrari driver number one, Carlos Sainz, this race. Uh, car broke, hydraulic issues. Mm, shoot. Ferrari driver Darn number it. two, Charles Leclerc, did not finish. Jean Engine Leclerc. issues. <laughs> Kevin Magnussen, driver of the um, Haas, driver on the Haas team that uses a Ferrari engine, out. Engine failure. <laughs> Not to be confused with his much more successful older brother, Carl Magnuson. Exactly. World famous and chess player. <laughs> shout out Carl Magnuson. And uh, Guanwin Joe, out. Engine failure. Alfa Romeo driver uses a Ferrari engine. So, guard, I'm not an expert at... Uh, <clears throat> uh, I'm not a mechanical engineer, but it seems like there might be a problem with Ferrari engines. Oh, shoot. And that's really tough for Ferrari and anybody that has a Ferrari engine in their car. Looks which like, is like Ford three wins other teams. this round. Uh, Ford is not a famously, engine manufacturer. Famously a rival with Ferrari, I've recently heard. So, um, That movie did tell me that, but uh, not an F1. That was a Le Mans. Speaking of, Le- 24 Hours of Le Mans happened this weekend. Like the birthing class? What? Le Mans, that's what it is. It's a class on like how to give birth. Le Mans. There's no S at the end. I think Le Mans is with a Z stone. No, it wasn't the 24 hours of a birthing class. It was the 24 hours of Le Mans. Okay, so says you, man. Anyways, Ferrari's <laughs> engine sucks and it's blowing up every race. And Guard, you can't win a championship if you can't finish a race. You know what I'm saying? I have heard that, yeah. As the old saying goes. Anyways, guard, that's F one two three. We're off the rails. Do you want to talk about this movie? Not yet. I forgot I did have one more thing. <laughs> Perfect. Very on brand. I have an update on Car Guy Stone. Mm. Oh, dude, you sure do. <laughs> uh, so Stone, you've been telling the world that you're becoming yeah. a car guy, mm-hmm. going so far as to purchase a vehicle to learn how to work on vehicles. Yeah. I drove a vehicle that had your handiwork done to it this weekend, unfortunately. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Um, you did not drive the uh, Focus? I did not drive the Focus. However, I did still drive a car that was the victim of your handiwork this weekend. <laughs> the victim of my handiwork is... Uh, Accurate. 
A bit, a bit mean, but continue. It's mean and accurate. Yeah. I drove your now wife's vehicle and was uh, informed that the reason every single light on the dashboard is on all at once is because you worked on the car and fucked it up so badly that every dashboard light has been going off for the last six months. Okay. With no resolution in sight. That's what you were told. What I did was change a brake light. So, guard, um, I don't know how bad someone can fuck up changing a brake light, but apparently I fucked it up horrifically, or the car is just doomed to die because uh, I changed a brake light. The brake light's fixed. <laughs> that much is fixed, <laughs> but uh, I think the I think the car might just be trying to implode on itself. Imagine my um, chagrin, listeners. <laughs> As I drove a car for the first time ever, mind you, uh, and the check engine light, the oil temp light, the emergency brake light all came on at the same time while I was driving down a mountain pass. One, check engine light does not come on. The traction control and the brake light comes on. And the oil temp light. Though, if that one came on, that one's not me. Well, (laughs) maybe take it to the shop because that one, I promise you, came on. Again, not my car, not my problem. <laughs> wow. Good to know how Stone feels about his. Yeah, yeah. I want also Car Guy Stone stuff. Of the three cars that, um, the, of this household, mm-hmm. the one that currently has zero issues <laughs> is my 2003 Ford Focus. For so, how long? Uh, my guess is not very. Let Stone knock around in the in the brakes department, and it's gonna be fucked up soon. Uh, took the entire brake assembly apart, guard. And the only thing that broke was my fingernail when I dropped one on my hand. So, <laughs> doing good. Also, it took took the old Focus up to the mountains and back down. Did great. Did absolutely fantastic. Okay, well, I'm just exposing you to the audience, Stone. Um. Not my car, that is broken. My car, my car is broken, but I'm taking it in to get fixed. So I'm doing the taking right. Taking it thing. in, my Kia. I'm taking my Kia mm. in. Hmm. I think you just do it yourself. You've done such a good job with the brake light, dude. My Kia. Okay, my Kia. The radio <laughs> just shuts off when you're driving. I d- I can't fix that. That's like a hundred percent electrical. I'm not an electrical engineer. Um, and it was annoying until uh, it shut off all of the electronics in the car a time or two, which included power steering. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Which, which goes from a slight inconvenience to this is scary and dangerous. So I'm taking it in on Friday. <laughs> uh, probably for the best, I got to tell you. Pro- uh, very much for the best, yeah. It's also getting new tires on Thursday. It's getting, it's getting pampered. Well, good. Okay, that's all I actually had before we get into the film. Oh, great. Guard. Yes. Minute 45 to 50. Mm-hmm. We are over 20 minutes into this episode. Oh, uh, would you like stuff. to tell the audience how this episode, five minutes, began or ended? Uh, the episode ends with a dude doing a disgusting act that I don't want to spoil. Doing a what? We'll get to there, Stump. <laughs> okay. Um, it begins with... The unsatisfying resolution of Twinkie's ramblings in the club. <laughs> Extremely unsatisfying. That is the understatement of the year. Guard, let's catch up the audience. What an asshole, dude. Let's catch up the audience a little bit. Yeah, let's. 
Do you want to do the whole movie catch up? We're about halfway through. Should we do a recap uh, where we're at? Why so, we're here? Yeah. Okay. Would you? Would you, Would you, you do a sentence? I do a sentence. Let's go. A uh, guy uh, gets in trouble racing uh, and driving through a house. A uh, guy who is also a teenager uh, gets uh, in trouble with the law so bad that the only resolution is to send him across the ocean to live in Japan with his father. A uh, guy looks 45 and is the <laughs> son of an alcoholic. A uh, guy gets told by the alcoholic, no more driving cars. No, no, no. That's my one rule. But then immediately goes, drives, and crashes someone else's car. A uh, guy joins Yakuza by force. Guy is now Aaron Boy for Yakuza adjacent. <laughs> adjacent. Uh, uh, Han. <laughs> okay, that's pre- that pretty much sums and, it And up. right now we're in a club. Yeah, yeah. We're actually in the second club. I was going to say, so to be clear, <laughs> we're in a club and then a hallway full of supplies and then another separate club in the same building. And don't worry, it gets weirder. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, so we, <laughs> we, we finished last episode with Twinkie rambling to Sean about... Also, did, any, did that recap help anybody? Or was it, did it just make things more confusing? Uh, whatever. Whatever. <laughs> Twinkie is trying to tell Sean about the girls here, and he said, most guys around here, and we tried to guess what he was going to finish his sentence as. And what he said is, most guys around here are too chicken shit to even try to pick up on them. <laughs> so what do way, you do? Buckle up, everyone. You talk to the little dude that makes you laugh. What? Everyone buckle up. This five minutes is fucking weird. Like super weird. I would say the weirdest five minutes we've had in one of these, to to be clear. Would you agree with that, Stone, that this is the weirdest five minute sequence in all three movies so far? Between between the one before and like carrying into this one, I think these two have been the weirdest, yes. Okay, sorry, I talked over you. Can you can I get the whole quote again? Um yes. Most guys around here are too chicken shit to even try to pick up on them. So what do you do? Talk to the little dude that makes you laugh. I don't think either of us had that as the as our guess for next thing that was going to happen. I could have guessed one million things <laughs> and our too chicken shit to even pick up on them never would have crossed my mind. By the, the way, there's like saying? several so guys confused. dancing with girls in this club. The the only other dudes I see in the second backroom club are dancing with girls already. What? I don't... I think Twinkie is an incel, dude. I don't know, man. He And then he... <laughs> and then Twinkie says, I don't think outside the box I tear it up. It's my thing. What the fuck does that mean? I have mean? no fucking idea what he means by that, man. Because the idea of thinking outside the box is like most people think in the box. But what does tearing up the box have to do with anything? I, yeah, his ideas are so outlandish that he tears the box apart. So he's he's an insane person or an idiot, I think is what he's saying in a lot of words. I'm leaning towards insane because the next thing he does is hold up a Snickers bar. He holds up two Snickers bars and then, like, runs off screen. <laughs> what the fuck, dude? <laughs> Again, uh, pointing out, I think we should have subtitles, but we don't. And at this point, I think it's funny. So we're just going to 
We're just gonna we're gonna struggle through this movie exactly how Sean is, dude. What not knowing weirdo. any of the Japanese dialogue. Why does he? Why does he hold up a Snickers bar, man? And also, I don't know, man. Uh, I don't know. And then guard. Mm-hmm. We're done in the club. We've had enough time in the club. We've been here for all of I don't know, maybe three minutes, dude. Maybe three minutes. And we've had enough club time. Literally all that's so happened in this club door. is Sean has looked at some girls and then Twinkie says that preposterous shit. And then Han's like, yo, we're out of here. Also, Han got some kisses. Oh, Han yeah. got us a couple smooches. <laughs> Can't forget the smooches. Huge for Sean. I mean, huge for Han. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And then we're done with the club. We got to get out of here. So we go through another we're door. Guard. Where does this door lead? Uh, this door in the same building, mind you, that has two clubs and a giant storage facility for like napkins and mops and shit, like a warehouse, like a huge, huge hallway, not really a warehouse, but a big one also has an industrial garage, a two floor industrial car garage shop in it. Yeah. So like this has to be Han's shop, right? Yeah. Slash hangout place. And it's attached to a club that's attached to another club. Yeah, it's really weird. Wild, wild setup they have here. Um, why didn't they... <laughs> Let's talk about how they got to this garage of Hans. Mm-hmm. Han took his nice RX-7 and he parked it mm-hmm. in an alleyway. Outside the weird first club. Outside of a club. They went into that club where they spent no time. Mm-hmm. They then walked through <laughs> a storage locker of a hallway to a second club. They sure did. Where they spent, again, no time. Mm-hmm. And then they walked through another door, which led into uh, Han's personal shop, we can only assume. Mm-hmm. Why didn't That's he just park That's also like his- a restaurant, by the way. There's like... There's like people hanging out on the second floor, like eating. And there's food. like a, and there's like a bunch of cars. It's like a full on garage. Why didn't he park his car in his own garage? Why did he park it in an alleyway adjacent to his own garage? The world may never know, man. He's an interesting dude, apparently. Um, yeah. Han pours some champagne for some ladies. There's some weird single bed like sleeping quarters. Mm-hmm. Which is kind of a sick move in your shop. Just like have a bunch of bunk beds in case anyone needs to crash there. Dude, kind, listen, kind of a hard move. Hey, he cars are his life, and sometimes he works on them so much that he has to live at the place. Yeah, dude, but like girls are climbing in there too. So I Oh mean, yeah, well I mean Stone, it is Han. I mean, come on. It is Han. He is he is walking into clubs and immediately mouth kissing women. <laughs> Oh, uh, yeah. There's also a motorci- motorcycle in here that's like a uh, one of those ones on West Coast choppers, like the big handlebar lean-back kinds. And a attached- chopper. Yeah, a chopper. And attached to the shaft? I don't know what other... The what- shaft? I don't know what else to call it, dude. The main body of the motorcycle are two enormous cans of NOS. Yeah, in lieu of a gas tank on a motorcycle, it has two NOS bottles. Which seems uh, dangerous it, to me, but what do I know? Is this motorcycle running exclusively on nitrous oxide, or are they just uh, decorative gas tanks? Either way, sick, I guess. I don't know. Also, 
a song is playing which suggests while Sean is looking around at all the cars that I believe he's more sexually attracted to cars than human beings. Oh, dude, he's checking out these cars harder than the women. He's, like, giving sexy eyes to these cars a hundred times over the the eyes he was giving to the ladies, the models in the other room. It's a little uncomfortable, if I'm being honest. Dude wants to fuck some cars. Yeah, like... Big time. Um... Okay, before we leave this scene, some things happened that I need to discuss with you, Card. Okay, yeah, please do. One, um, uh, Han says the red Evo is yours. Mm-hmm. Like the shittiest car in there, by the way. Okay, Guard. Um, the, the red Evo is yours. Let me rephrase. The one that looks the least cool. It There's does. Like I mean, Ferraris I think it, I think it looks the... pretty. I think it looks pretty sick. I'm, I'm just saying, lie. in context with the other cars in there, it's the worst one. Yeah, but why would he give him the best one? You know, Han is giving this teenager a car, uh, this teenager that is known to crash cars. I'm not saying it's a bad choice. I'm just saying the way Sean reacts to it is weird for how ugly this car looks. Well, I have a bigger problem with that whole interaction, Guard, because he says the Evo is yours. Mm-hmm. Guard... Why is that? Why is giving Sean an Evo stupid? <laughs> uh, because Sean has already wrecked one of his other cars. Okay. Yes, you're right. <laughs> why is <laughs> that's my let main me re- issue with it? Let me rephrase my question. Why is that choice of vehicle to give to Sean fucking idiotic? I have no idea. Probably because he it's a drifting car and he has no idea how to drift. I don't, you're on the right path. I don't know where you're going with this one, Stone. You're on the right path. Okay, so let me let me explain my frustration with this choice. Uh, because these co- these movies are supposed to be for like, oh, these are for people that like cars. But they consistently show that they don't know fucking jack shit about cars. Mm-hmm. And it's so infuriating because all you have to do is like the tiniest bit of research and like you understand why this is dumb. Okay? Okay. So... He gives uh, Sean this car, this red Evo, gifted by Han, presumably as his drift car, right? Mm, Well, the next scene would imply that, yes. His next scene would imply that, and it's a red Evo. He calls it out by name. Guard. Evos, Mitsubishi, Lancer, Evolutions. I'm on top now. It's the wrong They're wheels, an all-wheel drive yeah. car. Yeah, okay. They're famously an all-wheel drive car. <laughs> they're used in rally because they're all-wheel drive cars, and they're sick because of it. Uh, Brian drove one last movie. They're sick cars. They make for incredible race cars, but you know what they don't make incredible? Uh, drift cars. Guard, <laughs> because they do all four-wheel spin. Why oh, would you whoa. choose an all-wheel drive car to be... Our hero's drift hero car. That's fucking idiotic, and it makes me mad, guard. Well, Stone, I mean, uh, who's to say the director of a movie all about drifting uh, wants hit the cars to make sense to be able to drift? <laughs> and that's the thing is, is there are cars that are like, like iconic drifting cars. We <laughs> saw two of them in the first drift scene. A 350Z, a Nissan Silvia. Anything that is rear-wheel drive, light, and has a big engine fits that category. 
A Mustang, we see one of those later. A Honda S2000 would have been great. A Toyota AE86. These are all good choices, Guard. Everyone knows that those are drifting cars. But, like, the Evo is famously all-wheel drive, and he gives it to him as a drift car, and Sean just goes, okay. Like, if he knows anything about cars, he should be like, why the fuck are you giving me this, Han? I thought I was drifting. Well, that is pretty stupid, Stone. I'll give you that Here, let me rewrite this. Can I rewrite this for you? Oh, yes. Because this car, I looked it up, and it had a ton of modifications done to it, so it can drift. It is the car that is drifting (laughs) in the next scene. But to do that, you have to, like, completely delete the front drive Instead of just buying a different car. Yeah. You have to, like, do a lot of work. In this scene, if Han goes, the red Evo is yours, and Sean goes, an Evo for drifting? And Han goes, don't worry about it. We got a lot of, I got the best mechanics in this shop. That (laughs) thing will drift. Explains it away. It's fine. And then we acknowledge that an Evo is a weird choice, but we then also acknowledge we made it to drift. It's a special drift Evo. Then it's cool. If you don't acknowledge it, they just look like fucking idiots. (laughs) That's fair enough, Stone. Yeah, good points. The hero's drift car is a car that famously is not good at drifting. I just think that's so stupid. I think Um, a hero is a stretch. (laughs) Hero's given a lot of credit. Sean's a Um, jackass. He is. Uh, Our main protagonist. Okay, that's better. Yeah, yeah, I like that. Um, I also want to put in another note here. Same, Same interaction where, because Han says the red Evo is yours. Uh, Sean says, what do you mean? Han says, you're rolling with me now. Think I'm going to let you roll around in a Hyundai? Um, I, yeah, garden. I don't know why we're shit-talking Hyundais. I think Hyundais are Well, cool, in 2006, I think that might have been a fair burn when this movie came out. Okay, I'll take your word but, for it. But um, in the year of our Lord, 2022, yeah, I want to put some respect on Hyundai's name because Hyundai makes cool cars now. Yeah, I I agree. Um, Hyundai, uh, really turned their shit around and they put out some like legit badass enthusiast level, like cars that I think are fucking sick and would be interested in owning one day. Um, one of which is the Hyundai Veloster N. Veloster? The Veloster N. It's a hatchback with a two liter turboed inline four-cylinder that makes 275 buff horses and it shreds it's such a cool car and uh, i want one so i just want to acknowledge that hyundai is cool now and that this line would not work in 2022 well i just looked Um, up that car and it looks pretty cool it's sick it was tested on the nurburgring it comes with a six-speed manual um just a little comparison it is 3100 pounds and has 275 horsepower. My Ford Focus from the factory uh, is 2,700 pounds and 130 horsepower. So it has twice as much power as my Ford Focus, which imagining that little thing with twice the power would be slightly frightening, and that's what the Veloster N is. Yeah, they're sick. Now, did they Um, mean to name it after a Velociraptor? I think so. Okay. And it's a sick name. It's a great name. Great car name. As is but, the movie uh, Velocipaster. 
maybe maybe they named it after that. After that, maybe they're a big Velocipaster fan. It's a little joke, everyone. That movie sucks. <laughs> anyway, I just wanted to put some respect on Hyundai's name because they make cool cars. Hyundai. Hyundai. Um. All right. Fair enough. Yeah. I mean, next that. scene. We're drifting at a at a, well, a, fishy, a loading dock. <laughs> I wouldn't say we're drifting. I would say we're trying our hardest to drift and failing really badly. We're Sean is now sliding this red Evo that he was just gifted mm-hmm. by a very nice Yakuza adjacent gentleman, <laughs> and he is just sliding it into everything, anything and everything uh, on this loading dock that they're hanging out at. To be clear. Um, smash cut from garage to two old men fishing, and then Sean coming screaming around the corner, interrupting their fishing by almost killing them. Yeah, um... And then they mutter something in Japanese that we probably should have heard, but don't know what they said. Yeah, probably something like, fucking Americans. Wow, I hate this guy. He really sucks. Um, some things about this scene... One, they're they're all just kind of sitting around drinking beers, watching him drift. Mm-hmm. They're awfully close to a dude that's sli- uncontrollably sliding a car. Oh, extremely, yeah, like uh, like dangerously close, I would say. Like they should be concerned for their safety. Um, another thing, they're on like a uh, like a loading dock. Mm-hmm. Why is that their choice for place to? slide a car around there's stuff everywhere and also there's the potential for driving this fucking car into the ocean the ocean yeah he's like feet away at some places from driving in the ocean dude like we know that they have rain to parking garages for drift battles why not go to a parking garage, a big open space where you can't accidentally submerge your car in water? Here's another question I had. Who the fuck are those people that are watching him? We have no character development that Sean has made friends with anyone in this school. I mean, like, usually they've, like, made a point that he's an outsider, and it is just god-awful storytelling that he just now has six different friends watching him drift with no scenes in between about that. Yeah, so the 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 crew that they have here is Twinkie. Twinkie's there. We know Twinkie. Yep, <laughs> love Twinkie. Oh yeah. There's the chubby bald guy, and we were introduced to him in the last scene because he was dancing with a lady and never said a word. Correct. Uh, Han is there. We know Han. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then there's guy in orange jacket who has lines in this scene, but we don't know who the fuck he is, and then there's a girl. <laughs> like, that's the, that's no the crew hanging out. No idea any of these fucking people are. And Sean, why is Sean friends with them all of a sudden, dude? Was Guy and Girl, were they the two that were tuning um the, the cutie from class's car? Is that where they come in? I have no idea, man. I have no idea. Um, why does Sean but, all of a sudden have friends? Just because I don't the, the movie maker is like, well, he needs friends now, so I know he still hasn't talked to anyone, or we haven't shown that at all, but he has friends now. Yeah, it would have been a more impactful scene if it was like just Twinkie and Han, and it was more than just him crashing his car like several times over, because that's all the scene is. <laughs> yeah, it's bizarre, man. It's like, he's still bad, just a reminder, still not a good drifter. Um, All these people 
think it's funny how bad he is at drifting. Like, what? The guy in Orange Jacket. Mm-hmm. He has some lines where he says, um, my mother is blind in one eye and she <laughs> can shift better. Granny shifting. I don't know how your eyesight has anything to do with your <laughs> shifting capabilities. Depth perception. Uh, <laughs> my mom's deaf and she can arm wrestle better than that. What? That doesn't. <laughs> those two things don't make any sense. And then he also says the line, "Will someone please teach this guy to drift?" That would yeah, be nice. dude, isn't that like the fucking whole point of why you guys are here? Why are you all of you outside of the car? I was also curious why they were just letting him wildly go and, uh, you know, like, try to teach himself how to drift for no reason. Yeah, like, it's a drifting... I've, I have I don't know how to drift. I've never drifted before. Um, but would I you learn like... by just getting in a drift car and going for it? <laughs> but I feel like Alone. with most skills that you learn... Having a competent instructor guide you through the early parts of the learning process would be fucking helpful. And they're all just sitting around watching him play bumper cars. They're just laughing at him. They think it's hysterical, dude. Like, why? Han, Twinkie, Orange Jacket guy, get in the passenger seat and maybe give him some instruction. Yeah, it's bizarre, dude. It's like they're just expecting him to, like, figure it out. Clearly, that's not going to work. You saw how well that went last time. Like in the Karate Kid montage, he's like learning from someone. <laughs> he's like he's like doing drills and shit. Yeah. <laughs> not just like in his basement by himself doing karate. <laughs> just wildly swinging his arms. Yeah. That wasn't what it was. Yeah. Yeah, it's weird. Uh, smash cut again. Yeah, this scene lasts fucking a minute 30 seconds it's like we're trying to have that's it's like it's supposed to be a montage and then randomly for no reason it's just like they don't like earn it you know like montages usually take a while because we're like showing the main character learning something no it is it is i just looked it up it is about one minute of sean crashing his car and getting (sighs) laughed at by the random people that are also there with him and then we're done with the scene. Yeah, that tracks. It's insane. <laughs> it's fucking insane. Smash cut. Uh, we're leaving for school. Mm-hmm. Um, Sean walks outside. <laughs> he has an interaction with an old Japanese lady where she says something that we don't know. <laughs> yeah. And, and then he sees his old man turning a wrench, working on his car. What's this? What's this? Uh, Dad also does car? Whoa. That's crazy, dude. I couldn't have seen this one coming. <laughs> Me neither. I who, who knew what would happen here? Where do you find this car? Oh, just the <laughs> Air Force Base. We learned... <laughs> we learned from his dad that he just found a, a Mustang when on so, the when air you force say mustang he means the shell of a like a burnt out like rotting husk of a mustang there is there is no front bumper you found trash is what he there found. is no there is no engine it is just the shell of a mustang that he reveals he found on the base 
a Mustang, presumably, that had gotten hit with a missile during target practice is what he found on the base. What? How did that, how did this go about? Did he, where was it hidden on the base where he could find it? Why didn't anyone else take it? Why did the original owner leave a Mustang on an Air Force base? Why did the Air Force base say, sure, dude, you can have this car that was just left here? Here's another thinker for you. Uh, where does <laughs> where is this car stored? You may ask, listener. Uh, since Sean's dad can't afford to live in anything more than a extremely small one bedroom apartment. Oh, he also pays for a garage bigger than his entire living space. Yeah, but it's not attached to the house. It's like kind of across the street. Yeah, it's an across the street garage bigger than his entire apartment. To store the rotting husk of a Mustang (laughs) in. To be fair, he's a single, I don't know, 50-year-old dude living in Japan. Um, So that's like almost the least surprising thing about this whole interaction is that he dedicates half of his living space to to an old Mustang. (laughs) The garage is literally bigger than his entire living space. Um. Yeah, you get there's a close-up shot of him like removing an engine mount for some reason. It's a really weird scene and Sean's like, "You like cars too?" <laughs> he says, "You like cars?" And then his dad says, "You're going to be late for school. We're both hicks." Hey, I found this car on the base. It doesn't have an engine or headlights, but I'm going to turn a wrench on it. Mm-hmm. Wild stuff. Extremely. Um, so after <laughs> after that very heartwarming bonding moment over the destroyed shell of another a, scene that takes like 30 seconds by the way a destroyed shell of something that sean's dad found in a lost and found box <laughs> um we're at school sure are smash cut again we're, we're at school for <laughs> two seconds before we get someone running in saying Twinkie sean's, needs new your help. Friends sean's two new friends we now learn they're also high schoolers that he made off camera yeah uh, we run up to the roof. We're now on the roof. There's a circle of school-aged children on this roof. And Twinkie's getting beat up by DK's sidekick, the guy with the blonde hair and the bad accent, mm-hmm. who we also now learn is also in high school. That was a shock to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I thought he was a Yakuza member. Is DK also in high school? Who I is in high so. school in this movie? No, DK is not because he's talking to high school girls and it's a bad thing. So Han and DK are not in high school, uh, presumably. Yeah. But every other character that they hang out with and interact with are high schoolers. Seems to be the case. So the, the group that was hanging out at the dock watching Sean race were all high schoolers that Han was hanging out with. Yes. Han's entire friend group is high schoolers. Yeah, he's not much better than DK at this point because he's not making out with high schoolers, presumably. He is, but though, he is like getting them drunk to with them, adjacent. Yeah, and getting fucked up with them, taking them to weird clubs, <laughs> and then a second weird club, and then a weird garage <laughs> attached to the weird club. Yes. So he's no, giving Han's out not cars a like guy. they're fucking, like they're growing on trees. Mm-hmm. I can't. I'm. Just... Twinkie's getting beat up. <laughs> yeah, Twinkie's getting his ass kicked, like, badly. He's not even, like, defending himself. He's just getting his ass kicked, man. 
Yeah, uh, it by... looks like he he's what, not thrown a single punch. What's the bad punch. accent guy's name? Do we even remember or care? No, we don't. Okay. DK DK sidekick. Uh huh. And then Sean steps in because he's a good friend. He is. It's like, what the fuck? Why are you beating up Twinkie? Everyone likes Twinkie. Yeah. The, uh, they got the dispute they're having <laughs> is because if Twinkie is to be believed, the Yakuza adjacent member has broken an MP3 player that Twinkie sold him, and he is claiming that Twinkie sold him a defective MP3 player. So it's a bit of a business transaction. A Zune, maybe. <laughs> remember Could Zune? Be. Yeah, I remember Zune. It was the future of music until it wasn't. <laughs> Sure was. Anyway, uh, yeah, Twinkie's getting his ass kicked. He's not even God trying to defend kicked. himself. He says, yeah, he's done got his ass kicked. And he says, hey, listen, you piece of shit. There's no refunds in my business, all right? Uh, Sean comes in and says, hey, listen, just take my MP3 player, guy. Here, here, take mine. Then you don't have to beat up my friend anymore. Please quit beating the ever, ever living shit out of my friend Twinkie here. I have very few friends, and I don't want you to beat the shit out of any of them. He goes by Twinkie. His life is hard enough. <laughs> he sells he sells Jordans out of his backpack at school. <laughs> I'm sure he lives a really tough life already. Please be nice to my friend Twinkie. He somehow affords a really gaudy but expensive car. Uh-huh. But oh, please by the be way. nice to my friend Twinkie. <laughs> by the, yeah, he owns a... Yeah. He owns a car. He spent all his he money on his Hulk car. Customized into having the Hulk all over the car. He's, he's in a massive amount of debt, and it's all to do with his Hulk car. Please leave him alone. He's horrible with money. <laughs> also, I just like to point out for a thing that's going to happen later. Uh, the guy that's beating up Twinkie has taken off his school uniform to do so and slumped it all, just sloughed it off onto the ground. And he's just wearing a wife beater and suspenders and pants now. Yeah, he had to derobe yeah, his dress shirt and dress coat to kick the shit out of Twinkie. Yeah, he he seems to be like uh, in a bit of a punk crowd because he's wearing like a band t-shirt with the sleeves cut off and like suspenders with stars on it. Like he's going to go to some Japanese punk show after this. Cool look. Cool, yeah, great look. (laughs) Great look from this dude. Uh, And then, some incredible things happened. So one, uh, the guy takes Sean's MP3 player, and then as a sign... What? Oh yeah, yeah, correct. As a sign of disrespect to Sean, holds (laughs) a closed fist up to his own mouth, and then spits a huge loogie into his closed fist, deflecting onto his own face. Yeah, I forgot about that. Thank he you spits for, all thank over you for his face. It's a very... His he, own face. He spits into his own hand. <laughs> he hawks a loogie into his own hand to really stick it to Sean. And the spit flies into the camp. The camera's like positioned behind the villain. Spit flies into the camera and all over the villain's own face. Like gratuitous spit everywhere. If you want to watch it back, it's at 447 stone because it's disgusting. Oh, Oh, I'm watching it back over and over because I forgot about this scene. 
but yeah, it's it's bizarre. Is this a Japanese thing? <laughs> to spit in if your so, own face. Why? How is that showing any disrespect to Sean by spitting on yourself? It's you are now covered in your own spit. How it's is that? Super weird. It's so weird. Very surprisingly, no one laughs at him, which I would have. Then it doesn't make. Oh, he, I don't, he gathers oh. up his crew and leaves the rooftop that they've been fighting on, leaving all of his own clothes in a pile on the roof. I don't need those. I have my suspenders. Yeah, he walks right by him. Doesn't even pick him up. Doesn't yeah. even give him a look. No, th- those are I'll dead get to him now. Later, <laughs> he doesn't need those clothes anymore. Ugh. And it's then, really weird. To round it all out, Twinkie is not happy with Sean because now everyone's going to want a refund. Yeah, Twinkie's furious that he stopped this guy from actively kicking the shit out of him because it's so going to hurt how is, his business. How is Sean repaid? By getting yelled at by Twinkie that that was a bad business choice. <laughs> yeah. Sean, so what's the better idiot. outcome here? Get my ass completely handed to me until he tires himself out and walks away? <laughs> Borderline killing him? Yeah. Seems that Oof. way, yeah. And that's the end of the five minutes. Sure is. Um, wow. I don't know. There's not much to predict here, but uh, what what is one thing that you think is going to happen next five minutes, Guard? <laughs> Dude, who fucking knows at this point? What a crazy, crazy five minutes, man. I we mean, went, just yeah. an incredible one, honestly. It, it really moved a mile a minute. Like, there were, we were in the club, we were in the shop, we were at the docks, we were at home and had a nice moment with dad, we were at school and broke up a fight. All in five minutes, it was It was a, a lot. whirlwind. <laughs> It was a whirlwind. Um, also, but- why did Twinkie not offer a Twinkie to someone in the club? Why does he pull Snickers out? <laughs> Missed opportunity. Why is his name not Snickers? That's what I'm fucking saying, man. A lot of questions. I mean, if you're going to name answers. your character Twinkie, like, come on. Um, but that is the end of the five minutes, guard. Uh, uh, before we leave, one, make a bet. There's a race tomorrow. Okay, I will. <laughs> Two, uh, do you have any other stuff that you want to leave the audience with that you've watched, read, listened to uh, in the last couple weeks? Um, I'm a big fan of the new Star Wars. Oh, dude, the, the, the penultimate episode, the one that came out last Wednesday, super good. Pretty awesome. It's some of the best, Some of the best 30 minutes of Star Wars that exists in the world, and it was fucking awesome. I agree. If you haven't enjoyed this Star Wars Series, you're a hater, man. Dude, oh, it's so good. And Ewan McGregor, Ewan McGregor's Obi Wan voice is like, I want, I want that to be my, um, my like Google Maps voice. It's so yeah, it'd be awesome. Slightly weird, but soothing and nostalgic, I and I love it. I just want, I just want Ewan McGregor to whisper things to me in his <laughs> Obi Wan voice. I agree, man. And the the stuff people have been nitpicking has been so stupid, dude. The the battle the the fight scene between the two the two not Ewan McGregor in this last episode I don't want to spoil things holy shit dude some of the coolest fighting in all of Star Wars it was awesome oh my god it was so fun yeah I kind of want to go watch that episode again right now because you're getting me so hyped on it hell go for it man 
Also, I guess this isn't a spoiler. This show's been out for a while, but little Leia. Oh, she's so cute. Whoa. Now that is, I think, maybe a spoiler stone. You you meet her in the first episode. Yeah, but some people are like purists and they've been um, waiting to watch it. Yeah, well, those people are dumb and I hate them. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay. Um, well, guard, that's a great wreck. Also, um, Han's in this show, so if you need another reason to watch it, go watch Han be a baddie. A baddie? Another spoiler? He goes to the dark side? <laughs> no, he's a baddie in the Star Wars I series. Know, I'm just kidding. Just a little... He wears all black and has a red lightsaber. That means he's a baddie, guard. <laughs> just a little joke for you there, Stone. Um, My other thing, guard... Mm-hmm. Thank you for asking. <laughs> is I went to Cats last night. This is why I wasn't asking you. I didn't want to hear about Cats. Cats the musical. Unfortunately. I love musicals. <laughs> I love going to the theater. Sure. It's it's a lovely time, and I recommend everyone go. Cats is, was so fucking weird, dude. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> like, there's it, it there's no story... It doesn't make really any sense. They keep saying the word jellical, and I'm fairly certain that's not a real jellical word. Jellical cat. I'm a jellical cat, and you're a jellical cat. They say jellical near 500 times. What is a jellical cat? No one knows. <laughs> they, they, they take a boy in the musical to stop and look at the audience and say, what is a jellical cat? And then they don't explain what a jellical cat is. It's fucking bananas, dude. It's very strange. Also... Why is it so horny? Oh. It's a really horny musical that has zero humans characters. I couldn't tell you. Like are they quite frankly. Is was this the the starting point of all furries? Can Dude, everything yes. uh, furry be yes. traced back to cats? That is certainly the case. Because those were some sexy cats. Some <laughs> of those cats were hot and it weirded me out. You were enjoying how hot the cats were. Yeah, and I think that's the point. I don't know, man. It was weird. I had a good time, but um, I think I'm okay never seeing that show again. Uh, yeah, I'm okay never seeing it. By the way, the movie is one of the uh, worst pieces of cinema to ever exist anywhere. Yeah, um, I saw it in theaters with my mom because she goes, oh, I really want to see Cats. It looks so good, and I wanted to go for the meme of it. Mm-hmm. So we went together, and we both really enjoyed ourselves for very different reasons. <laughs> She there was like unironically liked cats. Yeah, she had a good time. I mean, to be fair, they're they're dancing in their songs, and if you're here for a dance and a song, sure. Yikes. But man, it was strange. Uh, yeah. And I laughed. I laughed a lot at parts that weren't supposed to be funny. It's a fucking terrible movie. Um. Anyways, anyway. <laughs> that was my other stuff. Cats. Wow. Who's your favorite cat guard? Um. Whoever Judy Dench plays. That's old Deuteronomy. My I'm a Mr. Mistopheles guy myself. <laughs> yeah. I, I, the magical I gotta tell you, Mr. Stone, I don't know if I actually have a favorite cat, man. I don't know, dude. What about Rum Tum Tugger? Okay, I do like Rum Tug Tugger. Yeah, who doesn't like Rum Tum Tugger? Yeah. Obviously. He's, he's the bad he's the bad boy cat. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. If anyone's on the fence about seeing cats, don't actually see cats. It's so bad. I don't know. I haven't seen the live action, so I guess we'll have to take Stone's opinion on that. But the movie is so horrifically bad. 
Um, if you, if you like theater and you're up for a weird time, see it. Uh, if not, don't because it was bizarro and didn't really make much sense. All right, there you have it. But don't, dude. But when when old when old Deuteronomy made the jellical choice, still that's enough about cats. <laughs> okay, it's enough about cats. This isn't a cats podcast. <laughs> I will I never be on one. To be clear, that's all the time we have. But as always, uh, thanks for sticking around. It was nice to see you. It's great to see you.